What's up, everyone? We've got another great episode for you today. In this episode, we're talking about you, me, us, the fans, and if you should be held more accountable at games. Later on, T and I will be kicking back and talking about our favorite sports movies. Stick around. We've got a great show coming up. Hey everyone, my name is Ryan Cavan, and I'm here with my co-host, Terrell Thurlgood. What's up, everybody? We want to welcome you to Water Break. Here on our show, we are going to have conversations with each other, as well as with a variety of other guests who are just as involved and as passionate about sports as we are. From professional athletes, to coaches, to college players trying to make it big, to the high school athlete trying to earn that scholarship, and everyone in between. Whether you're a coach, player, or just a fan, we are here to have unique dialogue and perspectives on topics we have thought about, talked about, and are now excited to bring to you. So be sure to stick around, hit that subscribe button on whatever podcast app you're using right now, and get ready to relax and take a water break. Welcome back to another episode of Water Break. My name is Terrell Thorgood. I'm here with my co-host, Ryan Cavan. What's up, bro? What is going on, T? We're talking about getting back into sports, right? And and of course, I saw on uh, we saw on Twitter. I think uh, I think it was Sunday or Saturday um, in the Netherlands. They got the fans back into the stadium. Yeah, I think it was a I think it was a soccer match that they were all back in uh, in the arena, and uh, which kind of leads us back to you know the fans starting to get back into into events. I think it'll take a little bit longer in the states. Yeah, um, because of where we were at with the virus was pretty significant compared to a lot of other areas. Yeah. So I think it'll be a while, but when it does come back, that's kind of what we're, we're, we're going towards. Yeah. So once it gets back and the fans are back in the arenas, yeah. our top, our first topic for today is should the fans be held more accountable for their actions in the stands? So when we look at, um, you know, in particular, I'm thinking right off the top of my head, you know, some of uh, some NBA games, you know, you got Russell Westbrook, you know, getting the bird from that from that Sixers fan. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously the comments he got in Utah, um, uh, um, you know, those slavery in infused comments, yeah. you know, seems them, to happen a lot in Utah. Yeah, that's uh, that's what a lot of players are even saying. For sure. You know, Tory Hunter talking about, you know, what happened to him while he would be in Boston. And again. Multiple reports of things happening in Boston. Yeah, and then I think of the malice in the palace too. I mean, our run our run our test, getting the uh, the beer thrown on him, and then him going into the stands. Um, so that leads us to our question: Should should fans be held a little more accountable? Yeah, for their actions. You know, what are your what are your thoughts on that, right? I definitely, I would I would be on the side of saying for sure that fans should be held more accountable. I think when you really break it down, we hold athletes to such a high standard as fans. Right. That's one thing to consider as well. We hold all athletes. And what we need to remember sometimes that I even forget, you see a a, a rookie coming in or a, a second year player coming in and he does something stupid, screws up. And whether something off the court or on the court you know, your first instinct is, man, this, this idiot, I can't believe he did that. And, you know, he's, he's representing the league. He's, he's an NBA player. And when you think about it, these guys are 18, 19 years old yeah, playing professional basketball. I mean, put yourself in their shoes, that money, that fame, 
the publicity, all of that. And we hold players to such a high standard. I mean, think about people hated LeBron for years because of the decision. Yeah. Now, okay. Should he have done it that way? No, probably not. Probably not. But he is such a high character guy. I mean, think, think about LeBron. I mean, married to his high school sweetheart. He's got a, he seems like he's an amazing dad. I mean, I don't know him personally. I can't like, you know, vouch for him personally, yeah, but, but he's, his public appearance, he's, he's a, a great family man. He loves his family. He does so much for the community. I mean, the I Promise School, um, what, what he's done in Akron, all of that. And yet we, we hated him for years because of the decision. And even myself included, like I'm holding myself up to that. Like I was like, Oh, he's such an idiot. I can't believe he did that decision. You know, before he came to the Lakers, I hated on him a little bit, but (laughs) we, we hold them to such a high standard. And then you look at as fans and I've even, I've never really been one to like, you know, talk trash to players or anything like that that one time you and i did to to, uh, james, to james harden, harden. <laughs> <laughs> and he looked right at us so this story we uh we were at a clippers rockets game they were playing in la yeah and they were in the uh, mvp he was in the mvp race with russell westbrook and uh this was the year this that was, was the year, year russ won russ, russ won with the, the triple doubles and uh <laughs> James Harden's at the free throw line, and we get the... We're like eight rows back. We're, yeah, we're, yeah, we're, we're real pretty close. close to the court, and we get the entire section to, while he's at the free throw, free stand throw line, up. to stand up, and they, we start chanting Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook. <laughs> and we get every, we get every, we get the whole, the whole sections in it. Everybody else in the fans, they're cheering, uh, they're cheering Russell Westbrook. And he just, he, he looks at us, he's shaking his head. He just, you know, he sinks two free throws and it's, and it's so funny. You, you see like the players tweet. I, I, I um, I think it was, uh, I saw, uh, one of the NBA trainers, uh, put on his, uh, his Twitter, his Instagram said something like all of you fans who are criticizing, you know, Kyrie are the same ones who are going to want their autographs. It was funny. We were those fans yeah. right after the game. <laughs> James Harden's walking out of the tunnel. Like, James, 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 James. And he's looking at us like, nah, man. Nah, I saw you guys. I saw you guys booing us. That is it, so true. It is so funny. It's, it's, it's like as fans, we, yeah, we, we want them to entertain us and then don't see the humanity. Yeah. Like those are, those are human beings. You know, sometimes we just focus on the position. It's yeah. And I, I'm not really, I, I don't talk a lot of trash to, you know, I'm, I'm definitely when I'm a fan, I get excited for my team and I'm an encourager, you know, um, I don't, I don't talk a lot of trash to players. If I, if I have good seats where I'm low enough, uh, but you know, I've even been there where, where guys have, and I think it's hilarious, you know, and I've been laughing and, and even in s- certain situations where they've taken it too far yeah and no one i mean everyone hears what someone's saying and no one says anything about it and we just you know kind of let it happen and even as fans we don't hold other fans accountable but we hold players accountable Mm -hmm. i mean if a player said something back to a fan you know everyone's first reaction whoa whoa whoa, whoa. what are you did you see that Did you hear what he just said like it'd be all over bleacher report everywhere but we we never do that for other fans there's no accountability. Um, and so I definitely think there needs to be some serious accountability for fans for what they say. You can't expect players not to retaliate, players not to react when a fan says something like that. And we do. And I think the NBA even does. Yeah. To not, not say anything back, not retaliate. But 
think of yourself as, as a human. I mean, even just playing pickleball, when someone talks trash to you, your first response is to right back. talk trash back and come even harder than they came after you. Yeah. And so there, there needs to be accountability, not just in the NBA, everywhere. Yeah. Um, especially with racial comments. Oh yeah. Um, because you know, like you said, Tori Hunter came out, uh, Russell Westbrook and many other players have said in Utah it happens in baseball, Tory Hunter. And we've heard a couple other people say that in Boston, they've heard stuff before. And I'm sure that's not the only place. So I'm not just hating on Boston. I'm sure, I'm sure it happens probably most places you go. Um, but that needs to be taken seriously, especially where our country's at right now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, especially what's been happening with our country that needs to be taken very seriously by, um, by the league office in every league and by ownership that should not be tolerated one bit. And, um, I, you know, even for me, I want to make, sh- I want to make clear if I'm at a game and I hear something, I want to keep other fans accountable, just like I would keeping players accountable. Yeah. We're, we're all humans and we need to all treat each other with respect, whether you're, um, watching the game, playing the game, coaching the game, whatever, there needs to be some level of respect, uh, when it comes to sports. Yeah. And, it, and I think like I took said, a little long on that segment. I apologize, but yeah, no, no, it's good. But like you said, in every facet of life, I mean, you know, there's that accountability level when, you know, if you were at Chick-fil-A and, you know, the cat, you know, they screwed up your order, you know, and someone berates the, the cashier or someone and start, you know, start throwing a fit, starts throwing their drink everywhere, you know, they can be removed from, you know, from that restaurant, you know, yeah, the right to there. refuse service. Yeah, yeah. Get out of here. You know, I think it should be the same thing for a professional sports. I like what the, uh, the warriors did in the finals when, uh, when Kyle Lowry was shoved by, uh, that one of one of, I, I, think, I don't know. I think he had a part in the, yeah, he's, um, yeah, he had, a, he had a, he was a part owner, part owner or something like that in, uh, in the warriors. But, uh, yeah, he shoved Kyle Lowry as he fell into the, into the first row of the, uh, of the stands, you know, and they banned him, I think for an entire year. Yeah. An entire year. Yeah. yeah. And I think that should be the same for the fans. Of course. You know, if, if, uh, you know, a fan is, if there's reports of, like you said, the, the racial slurs or even, you know, homophobic slurs or things like that towards a player, um, and even other fans there, there definitely needs to be that accountability. I agree. What, what would you say as far as the accountability goes, what would be the ramifications or punishments? for a fan like what do you think it is fair yeah i don't know um i definitely think uh, everything would be dependent on the level of of what is said and what happens um i think they should be removed from the stadium um depending upon how uh, again how far they take it whether it's um something racial homophobic like we said um they should be held accountable for that removed from the stadium uh suspended from uh a certain amount of time or even banned like that fan in Utah was banned. Yeah. Um, there, there should definitely be things held accountable. I mean, I mean, look, the players get fined a significant amount of money. Now, obviously you can't do that to a fan. I mean, yeah, I, I, I would, unless there's an agreement signed by every fan before they come in the stadium or yeah. something. Um, so you can't, you can't necessarily do that, but the players, like you said, are extremely punished for what they say and their actions and fans should should be held at the same level. Well, I think there's a possibility like I think you can even find a fan, you know, I think in the same way, you know, you get that fine, you know, for driving a little over the speed limit. I think the same penalty could be 
four or the so five almost like be. almost like you pay this if you want to come back or well just you know I think maybe it would be taken up with with the local authorities, um, you know it's, it would have to be something illegal then, if it's held up at the authorities like right. if they just said like, you know they just they just cursed at them or something like that like you, you wouldn't be able to necessarily fine them for that yeah, um, but if it was something but I think said or done it was yeah more hateful. Yeah, incited, you know, behind it for sure is a possibility of uh, of the fine. But I don't know. I mean, but I I mean, I think we both agree that definitely fans should be held more accountable and fans should hold other fans accountable. That's probably the biggest thing. Yeah, because the the security, the ownership, the management, whatever, they're not going to hear everything that is said. And I'm not even saying you have to be like a little snitch all the time. Like you're like, no. Oh, I heard something. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to go run over security. Oh, they said this, 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 I'm just going to be like, dude, shut up. Yeah. You know, like what is wrong with you? I mean, if something, if something is said, like look around at all the, are you guys okay with this? Like, are you, you know, get others on your side because sometimes people just aren't, people don't want to be the first to like say something or, you know, they're not maybe bold enough to stand up. But if you say something, I guarantee if, especially if it's something racial People are going to agree with you. People are going to stand with you yeah. and be like, nah, this is not cool. Get this dude out of here. You know? And if you, if you hold the fans to the same standard that you hold the players and fans hold other fans accountable, I think it'll, it'll make for a better environment for those of us who actually love the game. Like I enjoy banter and I enjoy trash talk. You yeah, because I think it's healthy. part of yeah. the fan experience, yeah. a part of the home court advantage. And if someone's like, hey, "You suck" or something like that, like that's not a know, big whatever, deal. But yeah. like when you're when you're yelling things about their family and 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 just taking things way too far, that's when it crosses the line and it, it needs to stop. Yeah, I think yeah, that definitely because there there there's a de- a big difference between you being you know, trying to root for your team and then you're just being hateful. Yeah. So, well, we're talking about fans today and uh, talking about the fan experience and yeah. we are fans of sports, real sports, real sports, but T we are also fans of sports movies, of cinema, yes. sport and cinema. And I, I love a good sports movie. Me too. And there are some really cheesy, corny. What's the what's the corniest or cheesiest sports movie you've ever seen? Oh, the cor- the corniest. Um, There's some Disney, some corny Disney sports yeah, movies I've I, seen. I uh, facing the Giants. If you've ever seen that one, yes. and it's a it's a Christian film, which is it's expected to be a uh, have a little bit of cheesiness to it. Um, I think a non Christian film that would be corny. About Airbud. Oh, after after the first one, after the, the first basketball one was like, and then they went football, then they went soccer, yeah, baseball, he, he started or whatever. Doing everything. It's like Airbud, come on, yeah, bro. Come, <laughs> come on, Docs can only do so much. Because I mean, when the Doc shot the basketball, I mean that okay, that was pretty cool. Yeah, he could bump it off his nose. Yeah, that that was. But it. even kids, after when you saw the baseball one, you're like, he's not picking he up a bat. And he, dogs, I don't even know if there's a baseball. Dogs one. I can't. Remember. I think there is. Okay. I think it's the uh, seventh inning fetch. I think is the. Uh, <laughs> It is. Okay, it is wait, the, real quick. Is the subtitle I need to bring attention to this <laughs> right now. T, how do you know that? <laughs> I remember I went back in the in the vault of my childhood. I think it's it's Airbud, and then you have Golden re- Receiver is number two as a football one, and I think the baseball one seventh inning fetch. 
And then the football or the soccer one is a uh, World Pup. I believe <laughs> you made all that yeah, up. Is that real? You got You can you can fact check me on that one. This is, <laughs> this is the greatest. <laughs> this is the greatest segment. This isn't even a segment. This is the greatest <laughs> conversation. I cannot believe you know that. Shout out to Air Bud. Shout out Air Bud. <laughs> Don't know any of the actors. Yeah. Don't know the director, the producer, nothing. But we know we the tagline for ones. everything. That's yeah, fantastic. There's uh those were those those are Corey. Yes. Um I think it was Rookie of the Year, I think is the movie with With uh, Dennis Quaid? No, 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 that's the rookie. Oh, the rookie. Rookie of the Year, I think it's with Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. As uh Joseph Gordon-Levitt as the uh, I forgot about the rookie. I love the rookie though. Yeah, yeah, Quaid. that one's a good one. It's a real good movie. Yeah, he's like a kid he's playing for the Cubs. He's like a pitcher for the Cubs. Is Oh, rookie. Oh, yeah. 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 He did the ball trick at first base. Yeah, I remember yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. That's been a while since I've seen that. has been a minute. Yeah. Yeah. There's some corny ones like that. For sure. Well, we decided to talk about our top five movies. And uh, you, I, I would say you know a little bit more about movies than I do. Right. And, well, you were, <laughs> he's like, yes, that is factual. Um, so I'm, I'm going to go perfect, first. But no, you're definitely not perfect. Um, definitely not. <laughs> but I'm going to go first and then I'm going to see, I'm even going to see what you think. So I have, I have three that are my honorable mentions. I'll see what you think here, okay? All right. Um, honorable mentions, Moneyball. Great movie. Good movie. Mm-hmm. Dodgeball. You can dodge a wrinch. <laughs> that's a good one that's also i don't that movie doesn't age well for me but it i want to say well that was like 2007 2008 movie but it was funny it It was was funny funny at the time but it was still still good and my honorable mention which i almost put in the top five uh you know what no i'm gonna put this one in my top five okay and i'm gonna say honorable mention which you're gonna get mad at me because i think it's in your top five is rocky four but we'll see if it's in your top five or not. That's my honorable mention. All right. Um, here's my top five in no particular order. Okay. Yeah. This is just my five favorite sports movies of all time. Um, Angels in the Outfield. Okay. We Are Marshall. All right. You know We Are Marshall, right? I know We Are Marshall. I know. Uh, it, that movie doesn't get as much respect as I think it deserves. Matthew McConaughey does yeah. an amazing job in that movie. Mm-hmm. The story is emotional and it's it's great. I, yeah. I really love that movie. Um, I forgot Angels Now Field to, to talk about that movie. That's just a classic. I grew up watching that movie. Yeah, that, that's definitely a good one. Um, first time I ever heard a cuss word was watching Angels Now Field <laughs> that I remember. <laughs> you know, you talk about We Are Marshall. Um, I forget the name of the player that uh, survived that uh, the accident. But uh, he... Uh, he tells the story of uh, at at one of the churches that I went to back uh, in South Carolina. Okay, and uh, and uh, he told he gave his testimony. I think he ended up being a missionary for a little bit, or you know, an evangelist or something like that. But he told the story of how he was supposed to go to the game, and uh, his I believe his grandfather had passed away, mm. and so his mom said, "You're not going to the game. You're going to go to the funeral." And uh, so he decided to go to the funeral accident happened you know team dot team you know, team members passed away if you don't know the story or seen the movie and uh but he said the eye-opening thing for him was just real sobering was seeing his name in the obituary wow. along with his teammates wow i didn't um, i didn't know that yeah i so, knew the coach was supposed to be on the plane and the same thing happened with one of the coaches the assistant coaches yeah. but i didn't know with one of the players that's crazy yeah 
Um, man. Uh, another movie, Warrior. Ooh, very that very underrated. Very, very underrated. underrated. I know I, Rotten Tomatoes does not give it a lot of love. I know. Um, I think yeah, but I I never I. I always usually go with the fan vote. Yeah, audience um, score. Yeah, the audience score. I don't yeah. go with, yeah, the, the the professionals. They're never they're never accurate. The critics. The critics. Um, and the last two. Space Jam. Mm. Which I'm rocking a Space Jam shirt right now. You are rocking a Space Jam. I'm rocking Jam. a Space Jam shirt. Um, I've had this shirt for like eight years, and my wife tries to get me to get rid of it, and I refuse because um, it's just. It's one of those nice fits, you know? And it doesn't look of, nice. Speaking of aging well, that movie, that was what, 94, I think? Was it, was it made when Jordan was retired, right? Yeah. Or he was coming back, Yeah, he, right? was, coming he back. was coming back. So maybe it was at 90, probably 94 or something like that, 95, when that movie came out. Um, that movie is still, like, holding up today. I know a lot of... Oh, yeah. A lot of... Uh, teenagers today still can quote that movie or have seen it um great movie. parts of it that's great such movie. a great movie what do you think about number two space jam 2 with king james i How do you feel about it so i'm really excited about it because i grew up on looney tunes so i think i'm gonna love looney tunes looney tunes aren't as big so either two things are gonna happen one of two things is gonna happen Either Looney Tunes isn't as big with younger kids now, so it's not going to fully pick up the momentum. I mean, LeBron will, will get his following regardless. Everyone yeah. knows LeBron. So either it won't be crazy huge because a lot of kids don't love Looney Tunes, and it'll be more for like us 90s kids that are going to love it and 80s kids who will love it and because they saw the first one. Yeah, I guess all that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I would say more us because we watched it as kids. Yeah, you know? the movie, yeah, Space yeah, Jam. Space yeah, Space Jam, the original one. So we'll love it. So there'll be a good following. Either that or it's going to put Looney Tunes back on the map. Mm. It could do one of those two things. I never thought about that. I mean, Looney Tunes could come back on the map because it's because LeBron has such a following. And even with kids, you know, they, they love LeBron James. This could really do some good for, for kid, Looney Tunes. I think Netflix or Hulu is going to pick up that Looney Tunes show. I think it's going to. Really? I think they could. They're gonna come up with a come out with a new Looney Tunes show. Man, if like, they, if Netflix could, yeah, one of those one of those two, but Netflix specifically, if they could pick it up. That'd be good for them because they're losing some big stuff and they lost all that Disney stuff. They're losing The Office. They're yeah, that's another topic for another yeah, time. Another, Actually, another day. I don't know if we're ever gonna we have that know, topic. I don't think we'll get a get on Netflix. <laughs> no. But um, but then probably those two are my favorite. Space Jam and this next one I mentioned are probably my two top. I don't know the specific order, but these two are my top. And uh, remember the Titans. Mm. One of the most quotable movies in not just sports movie history, but I think movie history in general. Yeah. It's extremely quotable, um, has an amazing storyline. One of those movies that you can watch if you turn on your TV, it's 45 minutes in, you turn it on, you miss the first 45 minutes, and you still love it just as much as if yeah. you watched it the first time. Um, and you can watch it over and over again. I am not a big repeat movie fan. I don't rewatch a lot of movies. Once I see them yeah. once, I'm pretty good. So if I see a movie in theater, I usually will not buy the movie, not yeah. rent it, nothing. Um, but Remember the Titans is one of those. I actually have a Blu-ray and a DVD of, and occasionally, probably a couple times, maybe once, twice a year, I will watch that movie. Yeah, that's a great one. Absolutely. So right. T, I know you don't fully agree with my. We're gonna talk. We'll we'll we'll. Uh, we'll We'll cross-examine each other's lists. We will. Um, all right, so I got a few honorable mentions. Okay. Um, he Got Game. 
Mm, oh man. Yeah. Jesus Shuttlesworth. Yes. I didn't even. Yeah. Uh, it's I missed that one. Great movie. I would. I would put that as. A, I'm. I'm gonna add that to my honorable mention honorable list. Mention I apologize. Yes. Really good movie. Um. Hardball. Have you seen Hardball? Not that one's. Have you seen it? Yes. Keanu Reeves. Yes. Okay. That's uh, a, a, I believe a very underrated movie. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> um, and Creed. Ooh. Creed is uh, yes. an honorable mention. Very great movie. Yeah. I, I just love Michael B. Jordan. He's great in everything he does, but also that's a great movie. Great yeah. storyline. Great one. Um, all right. I'm here. We go. I'm going to top my top five. Okay. Number five. Is this an order? This is an order. Okay. I oh, didn't do an order, an order, but you're doing an order. Yeah, I'm okay. going to go order. This is my order. Number five is The Sandlot. The Sandlot. Great movie. The Sandlot's number five. I mean, you're talking about such a great cast. The movie does age well. Um, and I mean, uh, you know, them just, I always go back to that, 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 uh, scene with them trying to get the, uh, the ball over the fence with, uh, with that, the pit bull or the bull, the bulldog, mm-hmm. what kind of, I think it was a bulldog. Them trying to get the ball. It just, every kid has been in that situation. Your ball goes over the neighbor's yard and you got to go get it. I don't know if there's a dog. I remember for, uh, for me growing up. There was a dog right across the fence. His name, the dog's name was Pharaoh, and it was this big pit bull, this giant pit bull. And I remember we went over, and Pharaoh was off the leash that day. We got we got our ball, got it back over the fence, and the dog leaped over that fence. This was a tall fence, leaped over, chased us down the street. Um, and uh, my older brother got uh, got locked outside when uh, when they went all went back in the house. But yeah. Uh, the Sandlot's my number five. Great movie. Sandlot. Number four is uh, is your number two, Space Jam. Come on and slam, mm. welcome to the jam. For other, I, 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 I uh, welcome to the jam. We gave all the reasons why. Yeah, yeah. The the, the soundtrack is yeah. good. Fantastic. The storyline, falling down a golf hole, and uh, how him, did that happen? Him ended up in Looney Tunes world. Him just playing basketball. Like by himself, can you imagine him playing basketball? Yeah, and he made it look so great, and just with all the, the CG characters and stuff like that. Um, Space Jam number four, number three is Coach Carter. I love. I like Coach Carter. I I, I do love Coach Carter. I've yeah. actually been to the gym where it was where it was filmed. Really, uh, it's in Long Beach. Okay. Um, right by Roscoe's House of Chicken and Waffles. So we went there, played in a game, and then went to Roscoe's right after. Um, but yeah, it's a great movie. I think Samuel Jackson does a great job in that movie. Um, I like the inspiration. I like him, you know, just motivating his players, to, whether it's get good grades or stay out of trouble. I think that that's like, I love that movie. My number two is your honorable mention, Rocky Four. It, it's a great movie, and it movie. was that was hard for me not to put it in my top five. I sh- I probably should have. I probably could have taken out Warrior. I do love Warrior, but yeah, yeah. I uh, I just I love the you know the 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 Soviets versus the Americans that whole that whole build up um the lines in the movie in the boxing match you know I must break you right or if he dies he dies you know, the, and then Rocky, Rocky took a take of, he a took beating, a rip of punches right? <laughs> like no man so like, has when you, ever like, taken when you that talk many about punches. corniness I'm like okay that's a little bit corny but just a steroid infused like six three just hey. a beast if anyone could do it it was rocky it was rocky <laughs> he just took a beating and then uh 
uh, Apollo Creed getting uh, dying, you know, in the in yeah. the uh, throwing the towel, you know, in the beginning of the beginning of the movie. So that was a that's a great one. I love that. Absolutely, one. I can rewatch that one over. And my number one is also your number one. Remember yes. the Titans. You can't I mean, argue how with can that. You go. I mean, where else would you go? That's that's a great. I don't know if a movie can compete because, like you said, the it's a quotable movie. Mm-hmm. You know, with all of those lines, and especially I think in even today's climate, you know, with a lot of racial tension here in Amer- in America, the the line it would do a, movie, it would it would do America good for everyone to sit down and just watch. And remember just watch the Titans. that movie. There's, it would do America so much good. There's so much good, you know, content and pieces that. That correlate to what's going on today. Mm-hmm. I think of the scene when they're at a Gettysburg, and they had did that you know three a.m. run. That run and uh, Coach Boone. Coach Boone. He said, and "I'm trying to I'm probably paraphrase the quote, but he just said, you know, something along the lines of if if we can remember what these men did here and fought for and fought to take down and just unite together, you know, then maybe we'll, you know, we'll win some football games. And left so side. left side, strong side, you know, or even, the, even the line, like you mentioned, left side, strong side, when Gary is in the hospital and, uh, and the whole team's waiting in the lobby and, and can't you see, this is my brother. Yeah. Can't you see this is my brother? Like, that's such a great, that's so such powerful. A great line. So powerful. Like, can't you, do you see think, the resemblance? Do you think Remember the Titans would be one of your top five movies of all time? Like, not sports movies, just all time movies? We don't need to get your list. I'm just yeah. curious if it would be in your top five. I would say it's in the top 10 for sure. I don't know about top five. I have to, I have to really sit down and, okay. and make that list. But it would be up there. But it's up there. I mean, just, and this like, is coming so, from a movie connoisseur right here, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Terrell Thorogood. You watched so. a lot of movies, but uh, first, I would like to say if you haven't seen Remember Titans, Remember the Titans in a long time, it. go watch it. Rewatch if you've it. never seen Remember the Titans, Put like, it first of all, I'm upset list. at you, but that needs <laughs> that needs to happen immediately. Like yeah. if you're on your way to work right now, don't go to work. Mm-hmm. Turn around, watch, watch Remember that. the Titans. Like movie. if you're maybe at work, maybe go to work. So you, don't you can watch it job. while you're while, at work. While you're yeah, at work. Yeah. So stream it. Maybe find find a way to stream it. It it will be worth it'll be worth it do your heart good i mean yeah it's yeah like we said the storyline and if you don't know what the gist of it is it's um this is at the time when um schools were starting to integrate um between the black schools and white schools and uh so coach uh they taking over uh this takes place at tc williams high school in alexandria virginia and uh coach boone he's a black coach he's taking over for um Oh man, what is the uh, coach? I was hoping you would know because I literally. Yost, I yeah, yeah, Coach Yost. Coach Yost. Coach Yost. He's taken over for him. He had been the coach for I think fifteen years, and so he's coming in to take over as the new head coach. And so he's they're trying to smooth over that relationship. Maybe they can work together, and that now you've got you know a black school and a white white. The dynamic of the coaches figuring out how to work together, mm-hmm. the players working. I mean even there was tension between the coaches, there was tension between the players, between the parents, everything. Even their daughters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tension. And by the end of the movie just seeing nothing was perfect but seeing them rally around the football team and I, yeah. and I think like even going back to our we were talking about earlier sports and 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 the the platform and the power of it just looking at that town in that city that was racially divided and they all rallied around this football team and saw, man, if they could come together, what could we do as a city and a town and a community? So beautiful. So love it. 
Yeah. Of that, uh, well, there you go. We both have the same number one. That's all yeah, that matters. That's our, that's our movie. Well, we are going to move on to our last segment of the episode, which is a reoccurring segment uh, called Guess Who? Oh, you know what time it is. That's right. And we've done a Do few it. different variations of this tea. We've done who holds it, talking about specific records in different sports. Mm-hmm. Who said it? Who said it? And today is who dat? Ooh, who dat? So I what like we're you doing? More creative with these. I appreciate that. Yeah. And on if you follow Bleacher Report on Instagram, I highly re- recommend following them. Uh, it's a great follow uh, for different sports content. And what they'll do, what they've been doing for the past, pretty much since quarantine, they've done it every couple weeks or so. They've given different stats of certain players and then had a little silhouette of that specific player. And uh, you would slide right and it would reveal who it was. So you could kind of play a little guessing game. And that's what we're going we're gonna to do with you today, T. All right. And it's all about the dream team. Okay. Everything dream team today. And so we're talking NBA, obviously, for those of you who don't know what the dream team the is. Dream team. And uh, I'm going to give you some stats about a player and see if you know who that player is. First one, this player is a six-time NBA champion, seven-time All-Star, one-time All-Star MVP, two-time gold medalist, and played at Central Arkansas. Who is that player? Um, how many championships? Six? Six championships. Six in Central Arkansas. So if I remember off of the last dance, this is Scotty mm, Pippen. That is Scottie correct. Pippen. Scotty Pippen. Shout yes. out to the last dance for that uh for that Central, info. Ar- Central Arkansas. You might bit. not have known that. Six uh six uh championships might have given it away, but Maybe, yeah. Central Arkansas helped you out a little bit. All right, next one. This player is a three time NBA champion, twelve time all star, one time all star MVP, and rookie of the year. Who is this player? Three-time champ? Three-time champ. And rookie of the year. Yes. Um, um, trying to think of the dream team. Um, Who's got three? Is it Larry Legend? It is Larry Bird. All right. Good work. T- two for two. See, last time you were I off str- to a slow start. And then you did, and then you went two for I two at the up. end. So, so let's, maybe, hopefully you don't get these last three yeah, wrong. Hopefully I don't fall off. Here we go. This next player is a two-time NBA champion, two-time gold medalist, one-time bronze medalist, and a scoring champion and rookie of the year, and a 10-time All-Star. Did I say that? No, you didn't. I don't think so. There you go. Um, I don't know if I was listening. Um, okay. <laughs> bronze medal, 10-time All-Star, three, two-time champ? Two-time champ, two-time gold medalist, and scoring champion, rookie of the year. He's got a lot of accolades. Scoring champ, rookie of the year. Um, is it Hakeem Olajuwon? No, it is not. No. It um, is your boy, David Robinson. Uh, I was going to go with the Admiral. I was thinking of him. All right. Oh, man. This one should be easier. Okay. This player is, <laughs> I'm just going to give you one stat. So All right. You know it is. He's a one-time all-star. One-time All-Star? Yes. Um, he won the All-Star one time. And he was on the Dream Team. And he was on the Dream Team. Let me know if you want another stat, if you don't remember. Um, One All-Star? Yes. Is... I'm going to... Christian Leitner? Yes. All Christian right. Leitner. I was going to say two-time He NCAA made an All-Star? Champion. Wow. He did. He's a one-time All-Star. What else did he do in the NBA? 
Not, nothing else. Not much. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it said, one time All-Star, number three overall pick. <laughs> yeah, like, not much. Hey, one time All-Stars. That's, yeah, that's pretty it's good. Not bad. I didn't think he made the All-Star team. He did. He did. Probably because of who he was rather than what he did. Yeah, but. Maybe, yeah. He... All right. This last one. You ready, T? All right. This last person is a six-time NBA champion. Six-time. Six-time finals MVP. Five-time MVP. Two-time dunk contest champion. Four-time All-Star two-time gold medalist and rookie of the year, Terrell Thorogood. Who is this player? Is this his airness? It is his airness. (laughs) Why did you hesitate on that? Michael Jordan. (laughs) It was Michael Jordan. Yes, that was the easiest one for sure. Again, after watching The Last Dance, hearing all of his accolades, respect to MJ, his airness, and... Uh, you did pretty good. You only missed one there, only and the only five. one you missed was, was your guy. Was the team that I'm a fan of. The Spurs. Uh, good job there, T. to the Admiral David Robinson, if you're listening to this. I'm sure he is, yeah. and I'm sure he does not forgive you. Yep. <laughs> well, there you go. There you have it, everyone. Thank you so much for listening once again to Water Break. We will see you next episode. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Water Break. New episodes are released every Monday, so don't forget to hit that subscribe button to be notified when a new episode is available. As you continue to listen to the podcast, we would love to hear from you. If you'd like to get feedback on the show or you have a topic you'd like us to discuss, send an email to waterbreakpod at gmail.com. Once again, that's waterbreakpod at gmail.com. We'll see you on the next episode of Water Break. Stay hydrated. <laughs>